0: Good
1: evening, everyone.
0: Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. And <laughs> no, that's okay, Omina. Our beautiful sister Omina is going to lead us in a wonderful meditation. So are and we that, ready? And that being said, we have our energy healer, Captain Randy, here. And Our sister, Caroline, who channels the collective and is an amazing author. And we're going to send her an extra dose of good healing energy. And Omina is going to help out there. There's things going on in the head. And I've received numerous phone calls of people saying, I have a headache with these energies. So um, let's... Let's do some work on that. And um, uh, we're expecting Micah somewhere along the way. Come along and uh, Tara and Rama are Faction Three White Knights. And that's, uh, it'll be all good news tonight on that note too. So, and with that, I'm going to pass this talking stick to my sister, the Lady Master.
1: Thank you, Tara. I I invite everyone this evening to join me for a meditation. It is a healing meditation. If you are suffering from any minor injury or ailment or headache. And it's going to help you draw the energy from your higher power to revitalize the affected area and introduce the beginnings of relief. So. You can also in this meditation, when I get you in a place, you can ask anybody that you love or know that needs healing to join you in this healing, and they will also receive it, believe it or not. So you can accomplish this by doing a meditation on the etheric body, because what we're going to do it on, so that you can discover what the emotional or mental anguish that has caused your complaint, such as a headache or even if it's a serious disease. But I would like you all to get comfortable in your own body and allow yourself to relax by breathing deeply. Say a prayer of your choosing that assists you to become aware of your God presence and your oneness with him and the universe. We are all tied together with the cycles of our lives in our oneness. Breathe deeply and focus your mind on the area to be healed. See it, feel it, even if it's painful, and begin to release it. Sense its condition and let yourself visualize and exaggerate it of its appearance. For example, it could be a big swelling. Your head could be 10 times bigger than it normally is. Hopefully that's not true, but that's to exaggerate it so that you can open the wound seemingly more seriously than it actually is. Continue to breathe slowly and mentally explore the area to be healed. If you perceive it as something strange, such as a lump of coal, could be a lump of anything. Then flow with your concept and see how you can shape it into something that delights your eye and your emotions. Watch as it turns into something beautiful. Could be a flower, a sunburst, a beautiful color fairy, a beautiful color fish. See that wound, dark energy, turning into something beautiful that you love to look at. If your thoughts remain rooted in the realism, then visualize your body as a solid white form. Just visualize your whole body. It's a solid white form. And place a dark patch on the place to be healed. Now breathe deeply and look for the areas of red. This is where you are carrying excess energy. If you see red around there, you are carrying excess energy. Breathe deeply in your mind's eye, then begin to move this excess energy towards the area needing healing by massaging this picture of energy. Rather like squeezing an orange, a lemon, a toothpaste tube, just squeeze it. Gently squeeze it. As you're squeezing it, Breathe deeply and watch this energy arrive at its designated spot. That can be wherever you decide to put it. Observe this red energy mixing with your dark dark patch. Watch this dark patch change colours until it becomes white like the rest of the form. Again, again, Be a solid white form. Place a dark patch on the place to be healed. Now read deeply and look for areas of red. In your mind's eye, you're doing this. This is where you're carrying excess energy. Breathe deeply. In your mind's eye, begin to move this excess energy towards the area needing healing by massaging this picture of energy, rather like squeezing. An orange or a lemon or a toothpaste. Breathe deeply and watch this energy arrive at the designated spot. Observe this red energy mixing with your dark patch. And watch as this dark patch changes colors until it becomes white like the rest of the form. Look at it until it becomes white like the rest of the form. Read deeply and allow yourself to fall asleep. In this case, you're not going to fall asleep. You are going to relax. You are going to relax as if you are asleep, and you allow the rejuvenation can take place on a physical level. You can repeat this visualization when you're ready to go asleep, and then allow yourself to fall asleep and allow the healing to occur all the while you're sleeping. But remember, any ailment you have, any pain you have, visualize the white, the red and the dark, and put them together, the red and the black, and squeeze it until it's all white. And as you relax, visualize it turning all white. Your whole body is without pain. Any of you that's carrying tension in your neck is now loose. Roll your shoulders if you can. Roll your neck if you can. Open up the top of your head like a camera lens and allow that energy, allow that red energy to come out Put it on your dark spot and squeeze until you are all white. You are now a solid white entity. You feel wonderful and you're going to come back into the room fully awake, feeling better on the count of three. One, two, three. Amen.
2: Very beautiful. Thank you, Amina.
1: Just allow. I feel bad when you have a headache.
2: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I hope many people benefited. I'm sure I did.
1: Well, headaches are no fun. Thank goodness I don't have too many of them, but they're no fun. No. No.
0: Thank you, Amina.
1: Thank you. You're welcome.
0: And, um, Good Vibrations to uh, you, Caroline. Thank and, you. Uh, yes. Uh, and uh, everyone else, the energies are, you might say, soaring. <laughs> so that, um, for the highest good of all concern, there are um, necessary processes we're all going through. And it's interesting because Rama's uh, message today, just a little brief little sharing about it is that um, he went to sit in the plasma field today at Mr. Fenn's house. And the plasma field was just saying that uh, well that the energies are going to continue to soar. Yet uh, Rama was having this experience in that uh, in the uh, plasma field where um,
3: it was extraordinarily uh, strong today where I, as I was sitting in the plasma field it kind of felt like I was touching a 12 volt battery from a car and I could you know sit there I sat there for about 15 minutes and that's as much as I could take
0: well that sounds like it was hurting you
3: it was and it wasn't it was just extremely strong and I think it had to do with what's going on with the sun.
0: hmm And you said you were experiencing dizziness. Yeah. And some discomfort. Yeah. So it's time for all of us to let go. It's time for all of us. And we're going to be sending Micah some good vibrations, too. He's not necessarily going to be able to come tonight either. So we have our little group here, and I'm thinking of passing this talking stick to you, Caroline, uh, in case you need to take a little rest and you can share with us now.
2: How's that? Okay. (laughs) All righty. Well, um, the energies are absolutely. Absolutely off the charts. They're they're astounding. And I've been hearing from a lot of people saying that their emotions are coming up and um, things are just difficult for them. And everything seems to be magnified. And I completely understand. Um, We're healing core wounding. And these energies are going to bring that up. Don't be surprised. Be very kind to yourself. Do some tapping maybe to calm down. If you know the emotional freedom technique, uh, just look up on YouTube, tapping to be calm or what have you, and they'll take you through the process. Um, I I do feel that we are in a time when uh, the old crowd, the old power crowd, are pulling out all the stops, as we keep saying. And you know, in last week's message to light workers, the the collective quoted John Batiste, the musician, composer, um, who just won Grammy best album of the year a little while ago. And, um, you know, he just got married and his bride has been diagnosed with leukemia again. And I think they like had, they had their wedding. And, um, then the next day she went in for a bone marrow transplant, that sort of thing. It's just a very, very tiny wedding. But, um, but says that, you know, these struggles with this illness, he says, are not going to interrupt the plan that we have. This is just a bump in the road. And he went on to explain that their marriage is an act of defiance. The darkness will try to overtake you, but just turn on the light, focus on the light, hold on to the light. This to me was just so, so powerful and so beautiful. That was in, I think, I guess he did a CBS um, morning Type of um, interview you can find it online. Just so powerful and so beautiful. So I have to congratulate him all around um, for keeping the clearest priorities out of anybody right now (laughs) that I know of, Um, and uh, and thank him for that as well. That's John Batiste. So, yeah, um, we're gonna have to find ways to stay calm and um, be very kind. And realize this is a transformation we're going through of the biggest, the tallest order. So, thank you. I'll pass the talking stick back.
0: Thank you so much, Caroline. That's good advice these days. And also, uh, three things breathe into your heart, long, deep, and slow. In through your nose and out through your mouth. And you can do that five minutes and you can take a break like that. Uh, Anytime during the day that you are experiencing some of these energies and they're a bit discombobulating.
3: They are indeed.
0: And then the other one is smile because it works. (laughs) and um, believe in the magic Uh, Omina knows all about magic in terms of do we have any message I'm going to pass this talking stick back to you Omina from you and maybe some fairy world magic message
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you know the fairies are also being affected uh, by the vibrations of the earth They just have much better wisdom on how to deal with it. They know when to mind their own business and they know when to create havoc. And they will do that. However, they're a lot smarter than us humans are. I mean, the vibration of the earth is just cleaning out the earth so much. When it cleans out the earth, we all, you know how we talk about being one, but I don't know if anybody really understands the oneness of everything When I'm hosted, I'm going to do a whole hour on that because we talk about what what affects one affects us all, but we never really get into how that happens. Well, this is one way it happens. When the energy comes into the earth, it's going to kill old stuff. It's going to breed new stuff. That's just the nature of Mother Earth. We're all connected by the cycles of life. We have different cycles of life. But when this energy comes in, you cannot have new growth until you get rid of the weeds, the old growth. A garden will show you that every spring. New stuff come up, perennials come up every year. But if you don't clean the garden out with that new energy, it will choke all the new flowers. It's the same with our emotions, the increase in violence, gun violence, the increase in everything, the negative energy. It's its astounding, totally astounding how people relate to each other, how people try to control each other. Today, there's a, there's a whole huge you-know-what storm going on over a woman's right over her own body. Today, with the leak from the Supreme Court, it's like all this stuff has to be cleaned out before it can all settle and we can all start to grow again. Right now, it's all in divine chaos. And all I can say, don't allow yourself to be traumatized by it. Sit in your space. Because when you sit in your space and you breathe in peace and love, Even if you don't feel it, imagine it. You're sending that out to the world too. If you're bringing it in, send it out. Allow it to flow through you. Take all the negative energy with it. Transform it. Use the violet flame. Bless the violet flame through everything. Blast the violet flame through everything. Whatever works in your world, use it. For the higher good. It will make a difference. It will transform the energy around you. And that's where it starts. It starts with each and every one of us. If we're going for the higher good. And yes, it is going to get better. Is there a timeline on it? I'm not getting a timeline for my masters. Because they won't interfere with free will. And what's going on is a battle of the wills. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Yes, you will. No, I won't. So we do the dance. Sit back, do it for the higher good. I pass the talk and stick back.
0: Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that you're absolutely right about those fairies. If you need them to dance on your head, whether you are willing to take it or not, they're going to dance on your head.
1: (laughs) Well, they'll do it gently if you ask them. That's true.
0: Yes. They they are very much uh, communicable, communicable too. Yes, yes.
1: Well, they're adorable.
0: (laughs) They are. And, uh, I mean, there's lots of... uh, did you say you have a nice park where you are, right, Omina?
1: Well, where I live, it's like a park. Oh. And yeah, where I live, there's lots of it's a little oh. bit out in the country and there's loads of trees. And I, I I have got to say we are not allowed to do gardenings or make gardens in our units. Oh. But 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 the miracle of life, the miracle of whatever, the miracle of the universe taking care of me. Mm-hmm. The lady before me had a whole garden along the side of her house. Oh. I call it Shirley's garden. So, of course, I went out and cleaned it all up. And the menagerie of flowers that I have are astounding. And I am so grateful to Shirley. Words,
0: you, you observed the rules because those were there before you got there.
1: Absolutely. They were there, and they couldn't take it. They couldn't take the, 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 they couldn't. All my favorite flowers are in it. It's like, she knew I was coming. <laughs> and the bushes, the lilac. I love lilacs. Oh, Tula. they smell so good. Mm. Oh my goodness. I have flowers from my garden in my living room right now and you can smell them. Mm. So I'm so grateful to Shirley. God bless her. She passed over that she created this garden And they didn't stop her. So Mm -hmm. I got the unit with the garden. And -hmm. I'm the only
0: one with the garden. So you moved into your new place. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. I moved into my new
1: retirement place. You're a happy camper, right? Oh, absolutely. Of course. It's beautiful. (laughs) I'm a happy camper. I got a garden. I live amongst a bunch of older people. Like I'm not old at all. No, you're not.
0: Right. You're younger you're younger than me. What
1: does that make me? Oh, brother. No, I no, I think I'm older than you. I don't think so. I'm okay, gonna... but anyway, my gift was this garden from Shel- from Shirley, and everyone gets to look upon it. When they drive by, they're not close to, it, but you can see it. But anybody walking in the grounds can see the garden. You can smell it. It's got lilies, it's got Daffodils, it's got crocuses, it's got oh. all kinds of different lilies. Oh it, my God. Oh, it is unbelievably beautiful smelling. How could I not love that? No, oh, mm-hmm. there's no way. And then and, are- Oh, and, and, and there's herbs everywhere. So I tell everybody, you want herbs, come just pick them from the garden. There's basil, purple basil, there's mint, there's cilantro, there's a the bunch of stuff. So did Shirley plant that too? Yes. She planted everything. Oh my goodness. I am so grateful to her from the other side. Every time I smell them, I say, thank you, Shirley. And they're letting me keep the garden. That's right. Because how could you not let me keep the garden? They probably love it too. Well, to me, it's a healing garden because it's it's so beautiful. And all I have to do is get the weeds out, clean it up, and allow it to bloom. And then, of course, I go out and I put my energy on it so everything grows a lot faster and blooms a lot bigger. <laughs> it does, really. You, Anyone can do that to their garden. If your yeah. garden looks kind of tired, just give it, stir it up a little bit and give it some energy. Yep. Bless it, and, and you're all set. The fairies love it. That's what I was going to say next. There you go. <laughs> yep, yep. I will stop talking now.
0: Okay, thank you. Omiya. <laughs> this whole evening, we want to talk about the energies, so you're right there. That's good. one. It's just we want to talk about how the energies can, in the light of the most radiant ones, bring the highest good. And so there you are. me is just uh, a, a living. Uh, Example in her life of being grateful for all that comes. And um, so. All right, so let's see. Uh, So let's see. um, How about Commander Randy? I'll
4: take that talking stick. Bang it on the table and wake everybody up. Okay. Because, as Rama was saying, he could really feel the plasma energy today. Well, today is May portal day. It's full of energies, full of possibilities and solar flares. We've had 17 solar flares since midnight. God. Oh, my God. Including an M-class flare. This is the second day in a row of massive solar flares. Expect more and larger as we go through the day and into the night. These energies include flux and what they call ascension energies. You have to realize that the cosmos... The galaxy is changing. Why is it changing? We asked it to. Collectively, the souls of Earth said, help. We don't want to live like this in this negative chaos. We want to go back to love. So we need to clean house. So that's what's happening. We're cleaning house. individually." And collectively, as is the planet, the planet is doing what it can to clean all the negativity caused by man off the planet, but at the same time, not to harm any life. It's the thing. We can have ascension in a second, but how many people would make it? It's a process. It's a slow process for some. It's a fast process for others. I'm very susceptible to solar flare energies. I was flattened my butt for most of the day. Sleep? No, can't sleep. Yes, I want sleep because I'm tired, but you can't get into that dream world. You just go into kind of a lala. I just shut my eyes and said, okay, whatever, 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 whatever. Then the cats come along and start purring. And they calm me down. Then I got some rest. The animals know this. The other day I was out feeding my squirrel that's in the yard. And I put stuff in his dish. I stand back. Jack, come on, Jack. I get food in your dish. Where, Where are you? I could see him back down the trail a little bit. He comes hopping along, goes on to the thing, takes a few nibbles, walks up like a foot from me. Nods his head goes has a nibble and takes off as much as to say thank you very much for what you're doing for me and my family I've only, I've only seen two of them so I don't know if they have children or not I have no idea but he did that to acknowledge excuse me for one sec he did that to acknowledge to me that I appreciate what you're doing for me And as time goes on, I'll have them feeding out of my head. They know what you're doing for them. Same with the birds. Everything. They all know that stuff. So I'm going to pass the talking stick back to you, Rama and Tara. And let's just put everybody that needs to be in the circle of support because these energies are hitting everybody. I had a friend over today. And I said, "What's going on? I, I'm, 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 I have a hard time focusing." I said, "Well, it's the change." I said, "You're, you're aware enough of what's going on to realize that if you can't focus, just back off for a second, come back in your body, and away you go." He said, "Yeah, I see." I he said, "What I can't believe is how many people are still in fear." They're wearing masks and coats and hats and everything else to cover their body because they're so scared of something. We have to let those people go along their way. That's their choice. All we can do is send them more love. They will catch up when the time needs be. I pass the
3: talking.
0: It's all true, Randy.
3: Yes, it is.
0: Uh, my fairy friend here, G- Gigi, is telling me to tell you to look up natokinase and that it will help you with your leg. Does that make any sense?
4: Can you type that into the chat? What that is, please.
0: Um. I'm not okay. Yeah. Sure spell it. Uh, uh, I can spell it. N a t t. It's a, it's a homeopathic N A T T O uh, and then K I N A S is in Sam E. natokinase. and it's an it has to do with a, it's an anticoagulation situation and it will go working deep in the veins uh, and. Uh, It will release any kind of thrombosis going on in there. So I'm just being told to tell you that, and it will be beneficial. That yet there's you got to check that out uh, more. I know that there's good services in Canada, so let's call in. Okay,
4: I'll do that. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Randy, and, um, okay, so, I guess it's Penny, are you there, sister, the friend of this wonderful process that we are going through, all of us together, this uh, night at the round table? Yes,
5: I'm here. Hi. Yes, how is my voice too loud, too soft, whatever, or am I, i fine. It's loud and clear, but it's okay for me. Okay, good. So uh, all I have to say is that I have chosen a very celebra- celebratory and joyful piece of music in honor of the fact that we have won and that we're, we need a really, really good boost. So I've chosen a, mo- a piece by Mozart with the most magnificent singer I've ever heard sing this piece, And it's, it's what you could call a classical pop song. When you hear it, um, you, I hope you'll recognize it as, as very fam- it's a very familiar piece of Mozart, just because it is so joyful. And uh, the orchestra is like right on the edge of the note all the time, and, and this woman sings, "Oh, the, you hardly see any muscles moving when she sings. And she's got the biggest smile on her face the whole time she sings. It is just gorgeous. And it's been in my mind since Monday. So now I have committed it to paper and committed it to the group. So it's okay now. <laughs> so I just wanted everybody to know that that's what they're looking forward to tonight. Oh,
0: Penny, that sounds
5: melodiously <laughs> lovely. It's It's incredible. Well, I happen to be a fan of Mozart, so that's one thing, because his music is always, always joyful. And he had such a difficult life himself, and, and the fact that he could wake up in being totally broke so much of the time, or be t- his, somebody being sick, him or any member of his family, in destitute in times, and yet out of him comes the most glorious music, and it's just joyful. So that's my commi- that's my commitment and my contribution tonight. Thank you, Penny.
0: Mm-hmm. How about the rest of your day, days lately, and how have you been dealing
5: with the energies of you know every day? Uh, well, sleeping, I came home from some um, errands and things today and had to go and crawl in bed for an hour and a half. Uh, and that's what I've, that's happened to me a lot lately, and I'd go to bed early. For me, early, you know, like 11 o'clock is early for me and uh, pass out and sleep like, you know, I, I just my head hits the pillow and I'm gone. And when I come back, I'm coming back from a long, long place away and uh, I'm, I'm good till about two o'clock in the afternoon. And then uh, then I I my focus falls apart. And so I have to go and do something else or go and have a snooze. That's and this is unheard of. For me, that's totally unheard of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that's you. how I'm dealing with it. And then, of course, go and turn some music on, like the kind I'm playing. So, yeah, that's how I'm coping. <laughs> and, yeah. and and I'm I'm so uh, glad to hear what Omina says about the garden. And and remember when we had um, what's her name? Many voices. What was her first name? Raven. Thank you. Thank you, Rama. Raven Many Voices. And she told me that I had an earth fairy called Fred. And I think I told you at the time that I had four gnomes in the living area of the house. And they're all in, in the part in the four directions. And the, I put them there uh, with the inspiration of Patty Cool Robles one time. So there's air, water, fire, and earth. And I had no idea, but Fred was already stationed in the Earth section, in the southwest or the south, the south corner of of the room, and he was already in the Earth position because he's hold he's a gnome who's holding a shovel. So I've been talking to him lately. He's sitting here in the office with me, and I've been talking to him lately about uh, what we're going to do about this garden, and that's going to start on Monday, Sunday, right? So I just. <laughs> I'm just waiting for. Well, I have had some inspiration. So, and but what Omina said about planting things with perfume is an idea that I've. Oh, okay, I can do that too. I need to add some more stuff to the garden, and I have a. I have a beautiful white lilac. In the in the evening, in the evening, in the late evening light, it glows. It just glows. It's beautiful. And a beautiful perfume as well. So, anyway, that's um, my story <laughs> for energy right now.
0: Thank you, Penny. Yes, the um, fragrance is very, very powerful healing tool. And um, wow! So you got a lilac? You mean like a lilac bush, right? One of those.
5: Yes, I have a white one on the one side of the house and I have a purple colored one on the other side of the house. So there are, the house is sandwiched mm-hmm. between lilac bushes. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, yes. I just need more. That's all. I just need more. <laughs> that's all. I just love them. Yeah, I just love them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We
0: got rose bushes here, but that's going to take a little longer. And we used to have lilac bushes where we were in the last place. And you could just, the whole block had them. Yes,
5: well, I, I have rose bushes too, but they're wild roses. And in the particular piece of part, side of the house where they're growing, the soil is very poor. So those rose bushes have just stayed there. I have, we had, we never touched them. And, uh, they, they don't bloom for very long wild roses but they have the most intoxicating smell when when they do come into bloom they're just beautiful so they're there too but uh, they, they they don't even need to be watered they can stand drought and hotness and oh they're marvelous <laughs> marvelous bushes yeah they can take anything. I guess that's why they're the emblem of um, of uh, Alberta We can take anything that's flung at us. <laughs>
0: What the emblem of of of
5: the the floral emblem of Alberta is the wild rose. Oh, yeah, it's called wild rose country. That's what we are. It's wild rose country.
0: There you go. You didn't even have to plant it then. Right. It just grew there.
5: That's right. That's right. (laughs) It's it's like having quack grass for a lawn. You know, it looks like it's dead. And the minute it rains, it comes up again. You know, it's not it's not a cultivar of any kind. It's just wild grass. You keep it mowed and it doesn't look bad at all. It dries up. I don't worry about it. Don't have to water anything. Uh, it'll come up again in a rainstorm. No problem. <laughs> wow. All natural. All natural.
0: <laughs> that is absolutely a, a, pop, a plus. Yep. In, in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, uh Penny, you must have fairies hanging around there, too. You never know.
5: I suspect so. I suspect
0: so. <laughs> Just You might get to talk to them if the time comes by. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I was going to say that um, let's send all these good uh, fragrances and uh, no. oh. positive energies to all the troubled spots in the world. And I'm just looking at this, you know, just the soundless set on there. And there's just Ukraine's having a problem. And that's that sent some good vibrations there.
1: Can and I say something about the fairies? Yes, please. Okay.
3: <laughs> please.
1: <laughs> Anytime we create a place of beauty or clearer place on the earth, you're going to have fairies there, okay? Because they're part of all. They're part of the whole scene. You're going to have the gnomes and the fairies. The gnomes will go to a warmer place for their winter, but the fairies will hang around. And they love a clean place so they can play and breathe and enjoy the sunshine and the flowers. And if they're fragrances, absolutely. Lilacs are one of my total favorites. I get high on the scent. So if I can get high on the smells of the flowers, so can the fairies. And they'll be ever grateful to you. They'll be ever grateful to you for creating that space for them. And if we put that energy out to the world, that we create that space for the fairies and everybody else, it'll just change things. It'll just change it. I mean, you can't go wrong with love. If you love the flowers, you love all what they do for everybody else, too. That's it. you got lots of fairies, Penny.
5: The other thing I wanted to add in, thank you, Omina. The other thing I want to add in is I'm really working on having hummingbirds. Oh, yes. Uh, Yes. I I just I just go nuts over hummingbirds, too. You know, I know that Marshall has said that the hummingbirds that he feeds in uh, Las Vegas are huge. You know, I just get the tiny little ones.
1: Well, there's all different types of honeybirds, like there's all different types of flowers. Yeah. So you find out what kind you have, then you build whatever you want to feed them. Yeah. Well, actually, Omina, we have a man here not, who lives. Uh,
5: well, he lives in southeast Edmonton in the in the winter, but in the summer, he and his wife uh, decamp to um, uh, a place they have up north and north and east of me. And they they have reconfigured this little place that they got, and they have hummingbirds from all over. And he he keeps track of them with his camera and his notebook and he changes uh, they they've developed all different kinds of flowers so now his little book uh talks about what kind will come what you do to attract more so i've been changing some of my perennials to to be the kind that hummingbirds like too so oh, wonderful. It's, it's wonderful to have this kind of guidance i must absolutely. say absolutely yeah and they're just gorgeous huh? they yeah. are they're another one oh. yeah another of my favorite subjects yeah <laughs> Thank you, Amina.
1: You're welcome.
0: Okay. I was going to say I'm hearing that maybe some others would like to join in uh, 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 with us and uh, share their stories. There's two numbers here that you can call to Station 2 for BBS Radio, which is where we are. And the first number that you can call in on is 888- Four two nine five four seven one. I'll just do that one more time. Eight 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 four two nine five four seven one. And the second number is three, three, 744 four. Four eight four one. That's three two three. 744 4841. So give us a call. You might have some stories for us. Let's tell stories. <laughs> In the meantime, everybody, Mama's going to tell us what our Faction Three White Knights have been sharing uh, for the last week. And before he starts reading, I just want to tell anybody that's new here that uh, what we're witnessing and all the energies that are going on and it's going very, very, very uh, hot and intense, you might say, and electric, as Rama was saying. It's a uh, there's a transformation uh, coming across the planet and the old system is very corrupt but that's why when we stay in touch with these other kingdoms and we're talking about the fairies a lot they are this is a a beautiful time in this uh, part of the world where there's springtime going on for fairies and um there's there's others, there's salamanders for the waters, there's water sprites. There's I actually remember being a water sprite in a previous incarnation in ancient Lemuria. Uh, and there are all things that you can remember like that too. So I'm just saying that let's, let's let's, you know, they are saying, you know, we're here and we're also uh, you know, we're just loving to be of service in any way we can. So let's do that. Let's call on those fairies. And uh, is there anybody there that you see, Rama? No. No? Nobody? Um. Oh, good. All kinds of good things on there from our brother Randy.
3: Um. Okay, this is Friday, His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. Warm-heartedness is not blind when it is combined with intelligence. We view behavior as harsh or gentle, largely on the basis of appearances, but the real distinction Depends on the motivation with which it is done. And this is Friday. I called the two professors today, Professor Nicodemus and Dr. Steve. It was 1221 p.m. early this afternoon. They said to me, Lord Rama, this partial solar eclipse at 10:28 PM. Eastern Daylight Time Saturday evening is eclipsing the Khazarian Mafia and the global crime families, let's put it that way, which is global in its expanse. The energies coming in from our son Saul continue to go higher. Stay in your high heart. The resurrection flame is pouring in at this time. Uh, This is me speaking. I saw this flashing just out of the corner of my eye. Mother is still licking her red paws. In addition, I now see her giving a bath to four Peshat cubs. The dark side wants to play with a false flag event. They would love to drop a tactical nuke in Ukraine and blame it on Russia. Yet Mother is in no mood to play games with these dark ones. As we go through this eclipse, focus on peace and love. Satnam Namaste, Place of Violet Fire. This is Monday, the 2nd obey the Dalai Lama I believe that human nature is fundamentally gentle and compassionate yet it is not enough that this is our underlying nature we must also develop an appreciation and awareness of that fact which can have a very real impact on how we conduct our daily lives, and this is Monday. I received a text message today from Tom the to Ringtail Cat and Sweet Angelica Cat, It was 11.55 this morning. They said to me, Lord Rama, we were at Stonehenge again this morning, again, for the sunrise. The solar flares wow. continue as the dark side continues to go down in flames. The true history of the fallen angels is coming forth. It is about our DNA strands. We used to have 144 strands of DNA fully activated. The fallen angels genetically engineered us down to two strands, yet, Love is the answer, and with love we are growing our strands back. On this Eid evening, let us send love and light, peace and joy to all the troubled spots on this beloved planet. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Namaste, place of violet fire. Um, This is Tuesday. I received a text message from Professor Nicodemus at 11.25 a.m.
0: Tell people again who he is.
3: Oh, he's a four-foot rat who, uh, let's say, escaped from Los Alamos, and he's a living master.
0: Yes, he has his own physical, I mean, it looks like he's a human, but that's not his original.
3: Yes,
0: his original form, and um, and Dr. Steve and uh, and uh, Professor Nicodemus are quantum physicists. So never underestimate who you're meeting along the way. Yes. and they again they worked at Los Alamos Labs for many 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 years, and um, it was time to go yeah uh uh I had a serious issue with that uh Los Alamos labs. everybody did uh they released a massive dose of plutonium uh this was in nineteen ninety seven. seven and Rama and I were going through the corridor in Santa Fe that is thirty miles from that corridor in Santa Fe on the road there. 30 miles as the crow flies to Los Alamos Las, and we got hit. Uh, my system was I had a, a, a double broken neck and I had a neck brace and uh, I got to the place where I could not breathe and um, I didn't have a choice really if I wanted to stay alive so I opened the window and I, I, I know I got a, a strong hit of the plutonium, but I'm here to tell you the story. And I am sure that these beings that Rama's been sharing with us and and, and Penny and Omina are have something to do with transforming this kind of uh you might say radiation poison that's all over the planet right now. Like there's a picture here, Rama, what kind of being is the, that?
3: These are the aurora Borealis's Penny said.:
0: Aurora borealis beings. I mean, that's hundreds of.: The feet. plasma
3: flares.:
0: These beings are in a forest, and trees are a hundred feet tall, at least, and these beings are hundreds of feet tall in the sky. And so they are, there are so many beings that are assisting us right now to heal everything. So pass that talk to
3: you, Rama. Um, I received a text message from Professor Nicodemus at 11.25 a.m. Tuesday. He said to me, Lord Rama, the solar flares are off the charts again. Also today, there was a black sh- cube-shaped craft that emerged from the sun yesterday. NASA tried to hide it, yet they could not. There's a four-minute YouTube of the sighting on the internet. And I could just say that the, these are the there are sphere-shaped craft that emerged from the sun, too. The sun is a giant portal. And all these folks are here to help with what's going on with Earth and our ascension. The dark side is going down fast. They are pushing for World War III. All the nine realms and their friends are here. War is over, as John, Lennon, and Yoko have said. Sat Nam, Namaste, blaze of bye, bye. This is Wednesday. I received the text message from Lady Nada at 12.05 this afternoon. She said to me, Lord Rama, the city of Mariupol looks a lot like Mordor. So do many other places on our beloved planet, including my home city, Beirut, Lebanon. All compliments of war. This is the time. Between the eclipses, where the change happens with the sun transfiguring itself along with all the other suns and planets in this local system. Leave the mainstream media news, the dead and the walking dead alone. <laughs> we are being asked by our higher selves to tune in to. The five elements and all the kingdoms and queendoms, the rainbow warriors are here. They are us. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Um, This was a note. Um, Today, I asked Professor Nicodemus about another story out there. The good professor said to me, Lord Rama, regarding Mr. Putin and his health, the Putin who we see on our transmission box is a lookalike. The real Putin is in an underground base somewhere in Siberia with the Andromedans. Putin, the lookalike, is highly programmed by the Russian oligarchs and assisted by the fallen angels place all of this in the circle of support and again place the violet fire. Another note, the media are saying that this stand-in actor for Putin is seriously ill with some form of cancer of the thyroid or the abdomen, and also has Parkinson's disease. The media has reported further that the stand-in Putin has been receiving chemotherapy for the last two months and is receiving steroids regularly. Bouts with hallucinations have probably occurred so put all of this in the circle of support as well. So, Namaste, nam, blaze, violet, fire. So
0: what you said first, though, is that Mr. Putin, the real Mr. Putin, he's up there in the underground.
3: An uh, underground uh, base in Siberia that's yeah. connected with the Andromedans. Yeah, and he's been a
0: contactee of the Andromedans for a long time. So these are shenanigans going on.
3: Yeah, this is today, Thursday. I went and sat in the plasma field today. It was eleven ten a.m. this morning. The energies in the plasma field were very strong and electric. It showed me Mother Gaia in orbit, receiving waves upon waves of solar plasma light. Talk about surfing the Zibaya! The room was spinning for sure. It was all I could do to just be in the moment and experience this journey. I knew it was just when what the doctor ordered, yet there were moments of dizziness and discomfort. Then it said to me, Lord Rama. Stay in the high vibes and don't get caught in the bitter bickering about whose side is right and whose side is wrong. Then it showed me way up in the middle of the air in the room in big, black, bold letters. We are all one. We are all one with Mother Gaia. Then it showed me the scene from the movie Avatar, where Kate, the doctor, was lying in the grass under the tree of souls, or the great tree of Ewa. And the blades of grass were merging with Kate's body and gently soothing her wounds as she went into the tree of souls to merge with the ancestors. Then the plasma field said to me, Lord Rama, you have had enough for today. Stay in your high art and focus on the violet flame. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Sat Nam Namaste, place the violet fire. I pass the talking stick back to you. Okay,
0: well, Rama, when you were talking to folks about these kinds of stories, <laughs> I just... You got things to share, maybe.
3: What I could say is that I am being shown how this realm connected with the other nine realms are all part of the same story. And as... We stop listening to the false matrix and the old energies and get in touch with nature. I do this every day. I mean, today I sat and fed four deer, five ravens and two rabbits compost on the side of a mountain, you know, on the way up to the ski basin
0: yeah and they were happy about that weren't
3: they, they were ravenous because <laughs> it's so dry here and blaze the violet fire in the sense of bringing the rain because let's it,
0: pray rain not yeah, pray for rain but pray it's rain. a little
3: hairy hairy yeah. around here with the fires i can just say we woke up way. at
0: three o'clock in the morning to spelling smoke and Yeah. Um, A sister called me up this morning and she said there's a place where you can locate those fires on the internet. Rama, you gotta send an email to her. Oh she she located a fire a mile and a half north of where we live. So that's been going on and smelling it since three o'clock this morning. We can still smell a bit of it. Yeah. That's really close, you know. You know, over the last three or so weeks, we've had a good 15 or more fires in our area. And uh, Arizona's experienced a lot of it too. And we all know about California, unbelievable stuff going on there, but um, let's just pray rain. Thank you everybody for doing something with that for our area. And this, this, this whole western uh, part of the united states could really uh use some um precipitation <laughs> and we'll ask the fairies to help that happen too yes um and being calm it's that kind of stuff is is a it's it's a call in what we know and use it not Go the wrong direction there with freaking out, as they say. Um, uh, also, um, that was beautiful, but the way um, Omina's oh, story with her friend that has passed over, but she didn't just put flowers, she put fragrant flowers in there. You can go to the flower shops, you know, in the whole health food stores and other places, and they don't smell.
3: Yeah, the flowers, I mean, you can go into the whole foods in Santa Fe and smell the flowers, and they don't have a smell. It's a little weird.
0: That's, I don't know if that's over-hybridization or if it's the nurturing Part of the plant, yeah. or where they've grown it, or how I—I don't know, but I've—I've I've had those experiences of noticing that. So it was good to hear that these are coming back. This a lot coming back to uh, clear up this situation uh, for us, and um, this. Uh, Conversation, Rama, that Mana had with you. This is happening very fast. Uh, there are uh, there are these ship prisons, and they're cloaked, and they're sitting off the shorelines of all the continents. And uh, we've been told for years and years there's going to be five hundred thousand people that are not going to be um, hurt in any way, but they will be removed. With the help of the starship uh, Peshat warriors, brothers, uh, Peshat warriors, and they were going to uh, escort these ones. uh, And they've been, you might say, processing them onto these ship prisons for a good 15, 20 years now. Yes. And they don't just do it all at once like that. And people are going, oh, my goodness, this has been going on in a very earnest way to uh, root out this uh, small group of very wealthy people who have had, you might say, male intent of mice and men.
3: I mean, this story is so big and Goes back so many years, eons.
0: Well, thirteen thousand and
3: yes,
0: and that's a long time.
3: Yeah, even one thousand years is hard to comprehend.
0: Yes, and um, the Vatican is the remnant of of ancient Rome. Yes, this is not Rome. Rome
3: never fell, Rome and we're watching fell. it right now, where they are making abortion. A criminal act, which
0: yeah, anything that's Bush. happening in politics on any level in any part of the world, it's only authorized first by the Vatican yeah. so this has got to be dismantled this 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 Vatican that we're talking about has has uh you might say has received a very strong blow from the Orthodox Church of Russia. Yeah. And Russia has three times the wealth and um, they have managed through the proper uh, venues to uh, require the Vatican to pay reprimands for what they have done. Yes. And this has never happened in the history of this story about the Vatican ever. And it is happening right now as we speak. And this is the Putin we're talking about. Yes, and the other thing that's very hard for people on a large scale because the mindset is that you know the China story is you know a very evil place, the most evil place. it has been right here in the West in terms of the political structure and the oligarchs over here, uh, where their motto is you know killing for profit. And that's literally what Ukraine is all about, because Ukraine is a wealth of minerals and
3: lithium. Everybody wants lithium now for their electric cars and technologies of all sorts. Mister Cash has the answers.
0: There's lithium all over
3: Afghanistan too. Yep,
0: and uh, and and again, they grow wheat along with Russia, and um, there's a lot of. Uh, people that are not going to get that particular uh, grain source uh, for, and it's, uh, I don't need any more wheat. Um, there's more stories about some more wonderful grains. Yes. That have other benefits. And um, there's many uh, things to learn about food, which is another form of energy for healing too.
4: Uh To let people know how much impact the electric car has on the environment. A single battery for one electric car takes 500,000 pounds of raw material to manufacture. So if we're going to convert the passenger cars to electric, we're going to mine more materials in the next 30 years than we have ever mined in human history.
3: Oh, no. That don't make sense. (laughs) It
4: doesn't make sense at all, period. When you understand from an energy point of view, they're trying to sell you that the electric car is saving. No, it's not. Because when you sit inside that electric car, you're sitting on those batteries, and that is not good for the human body at all, period. Oh, my God. All you have to think of is if you take the car battery out of your car, and you put it on the cement floor in your garage, the battery's dead overnight because it sucks the energy out of the battery, the cement.
3: Yes, yeah, it does. Oh.
4: So the battery in a car can suck the energy out of your cells. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. We, when we lived in Thailand, the next door neighbor was the was a Toyota dealer. So we got dibs on a lot of the first cars. So he gave us one of these, one of the Toyota Camry electric cars to test test drive. Oh, beautiful car, beautiful interior, so quiet, nice ride. So he took it down to the shopping center, which is about in good traffic, 20 minutes away and high traffic, three quarters of an hour away. We drove there and drove back. We were all dead ass tired. Oh, because of the energy it, we said, no, beautiful car, we don't want it thank you very much, give it back mm-hmm. oh, my. he wouldn't he he just wouldn't understand we said, no, it's a nice car don't and he learned he learned the lesson the hard way in the time of the flood he had about 30 cars in his, his own garage at home, and when the flood came and we told him, get all the cars out of there no, no, the water's not going to be too high he lost, you know, Mercedes, Rolls' All the expensive ones are all flooded, all covered in water, all ruined. Oh, oh boy. So folks, electric cars, electric trucks, all the other things. Yes, they have all this they they can call more, but it's not good for the health. And then when that battery dies, like for a Tesla, they're thirty thousand dollars. About ten thousand dollars labor to put it in. Hmm. And then you can't get rid of it. Because no there's nowhere to recycle them. They never thought of that.
0: Oh, my goodness.
4: So this is why the cash technology of, you know, we can have just we need to get rid of all of it. But it's going to take years. And this is where I discussed this with the other gentleman. Yes, we can do all these transitions. But to change all the cars and all the things over, that means we're going to need people. That means we can put people back to work and they can enjoy what they're doing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now, tell me, tell everybody. Uh, what's the CASH technology instead of the electric?
4: Well, the CASH the, the technology is using the same energy that keeps the planets in line. Mm-hmm. That is the life enhancement unit that is the flight ship unit that's going to go to the moon on June the 6th. So exactly. it would be very, it would be very, June the 6th, 2022, not that far off. It would be very easy to take that technology and adapt it to, let's just say, Let's put it in the shock absorbers of the car or something like that. Retrofitted to something in the car. And he already did this in 2011 or 2012. He made one for himself. He took the engine transmission out, put these things in it. Wait, wait. I have to realize Mr. cash has been doing this stuff for years and years and years behind the scenes, years so, and years behind the scenes.
0: So to bring it back down to, uh, a knowledgeable way of using it for driving your car. How does that get happening?
4: Well, the thing being, if let's say example, we take the engine transmission out of your car.
0: Uh-huh.
4: Okay. We put another unit in there that does the provides the energy so you can drive the car. But it doesn't burn any fuels. It uses the power of the energy, just like Tesla did in about 1922 or 1923. He built his own electric car. It had one battery, one ordinary car battery of the day, and an antenna. The antenna bought the energy out of the air. It fed the battery to feed the electric motor. He drove it from Colorado Springs, Colorado, to New York, where the Westinghouse factory was, and gave it to George Westinghouse as a gift. The car was never seen again. Yeah. Yeah. He did that's that in the twenties, and he drove. Remember, he all he just he just he used the transmission and everything of the car. It was a Duesenberg or a Packard or something. I don't remember which. but he did it in those years. Just oh. like, just like, I will send you this article in nineteen oh seven. In nineteen oh seven, let's see one. Uh, <laughs> okay in 1907 there were over 80 electric trucks available for sale and <laughs> and over 65 electric cars in 1907 1907
0: but they didn't do what these electric cars are doing at all they were very efficient.
4: I don't really know what to think of the route. The route of the 1,244-mile tour through Illinois on one battery in a $1,600 Babcock runabout. And one of those cars is put up for sale for millions. Only three of them existed. Three of them were left for millions of dollars. And it was still it was still brand new. But that day, someone had restored it. Someone had kept it and restored it. They did that in night. 19-
0: yeah so mr west
4: 1909 1909 so mr there's nothing new there's nothing new about electric cars and then why did it all disappear because gas sold it was cheaper
0: right yeah it was cheaper no more cutting corners everybody
4: Supposedly, the Germans, by the company Siemens, they presented an electric car in 1882. Now, they couldn't go very fast. That was the whole thing. They could do all those ranges. Maybe they only went maybe 15, 20 miles an hour. But the point being, they did it with the technology that they had back then. Remember, no computers. No, uh, they built everything by hand, right? So, have we really improved anything? Not really. The only uh-huh. difference between the horse and buggy and the car you drive today is the stink is is much less. The stink goes up the tailpipe rather than the back end of the horse. That's a put <laughs> in. I pass the talking stick.
0: <laughs> really, but no, in real time now, there's got to be another solution i know there's some kind of other thing uh and it actually uses some kind of nuclear fusion in the car i'm not sure if that's
4: 1957 detroit auto show ford motor company showed a nuclear powered car yeah only built one said it was a car of the future
0: and it wasn't used, it wasn't doing, I mean... It did
4: use a very, very rudimentary form of nuclear power. They just proved it so that it could be done. And then in the vote night, I can't remember what year it was, Cadillac showed a thorium power. Yeah. Thorium is totally safe. One. totally safe. Totally safe. Thorium is totally safe. And, and, and what is, very And very abundant. And,
0: and, and what is it, what is and
4: thorium the, randy thorium is another okay when you have a nuclear power plant you have plutonium as the as the site as you have plutonium left over and yeah. the plutonium therefore that's all be, made for weapons right. but it's dangerous to work with right it's deadly thorium mm-hmm. is not deadly to anybody to the environment to so the person where do handling you it. get
0: it from where do you get
4: thorium's it from? in the earth Yes. It's in the earth. It's in the crust of the earth. There's lots of it. So There's you got to
0: dig it. for it. You
4: no, know, some friends of mine have some enough, they have two or three hundred acres of it, and it's literally laying on top. Oh. But you have to know how to process it. Right. That's the whole thing. It's all these things. It, when you understand all the metals and the metallurgy and everything else, it's all about the processing and separating the minerals. The problem is in the mining industry, it's all chemicals, mm. deadly. Yeah. This is the thing. So they have to come up with new ways. And Mr. Kesh did that. He showed it September 2020 in the thing of the material enhancement unit. Because when we go to Mars and go to the moon, we're not going to be able to take the Home Depot with us. We have to build something. So we need right. a unit that will, that will make stuff for us. So he built a machine that does exactly that.
0: So, what does it make that it travels on energy? Whatever
4: you want. It makes whatever you want. You give it the instructions. Now, these units fly with plasma energy. They're taking the energy of the universe. So, when you climb in the four-person life enhancement unit, i.e. flight space unit, the same thing, just configured a little bit different. The unit creates the atmosphere and the gravity of the Earth inside the craft and outside the craft. Then it propels itself. They've tried it already in Iran, and they've got up to Mach 30 in the Earth. Mach
0: 30? What does that mean?
4: 30 times the speed of sound. Wow. It's fast. Okay. It's fast. (laughs) That's why he said, I can go to the moon and back in five minutes. So,
0: that's not not just because of linear speed, is it there's some kind of biolocation process going on? No,
4: forget linear, forget everything about the speed and science. It works on the universal stuff. And I'm not that all I can say is the fact that some of the galactics have already contacted Mr. Kesh saying, uh, Can you share your technology? It's better than what we have. <laughs> you have to remember, some of these, some of the races, there's diff- There's just different things because it gravity in certain planets is very important. But the thing with, with this unit, you go to Mars and you're heavier and whatever, and you, I think it's Venus, you weigh 10,000 pounds or some insane thing. This creates the Earth's When you park, so you park four of them in a circle on the moon. It creates a gravity dome inside the units so you can step outside without a spacesuit. You're at the gravity of the Earth and you can breathe and look around and take your pictures or whatever else if your camera works. I don't know. But that's the whole idea. So, this is why uh, he announced last night that some of the NASA scientists have already made. Um, they want to go work. They want to see this. They want to work for this stuff because they know it's going to save things. But again, you'll get any of this technology until you sign a peace treaty, but you don't just sign the peace treaty. You have to mean it. You have to mean it or you won't get it. This is why John in Arizona, it's already been, a, the state of Arizona's already approved it, already ready to go. And there's, there's always advancements being made all the time. The first unit that was shown in 2020, the units that are going to Arizona have been changed. Uh, they're ten thousand. He said, "If you want a number, because you got you you humans love numbers, it's ten thousand times more advanced than the ones we showed in 2020."
1: Oh my goodness!
4: So the whole thing being the machine. Remember. it, it we have to realize that the universe is nothing but energy. Everything is energy. But ever, the energy of the universe is sentient. It's sentient. Like Rama sits in the plasma he says he can feel it. Of course he can feel it because it's sentient. And the more he sits in it, the more he gets used to it, the more he can take of that energy. Yes. That's the whole thing people don't understand about the plasma energy. The more you work with it, the more you understand it. More it communicates with you, the more you get benefit from it. And these are the whole things we're understanding about that everything is plasma. You are plasma. But humans are unique because we have physicality. We have this thing called a bone structure. And in the bone structure, part of the communication, when we are off planet in our soul because we're still tethered to the human body by the cord or whatever it is, by an energy field, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just there. It still needs carbon 12 and carbon 14 for communication to know when to come back home. And this is where they try to do all their carbon dating, but it's not based upon the right kinds of carbon. The Carbon has to be a living carbon like we are. So that is a, the hardest thing to change in the human body is the bones.
5: So, uh, t- uh, Ra- Randy, um, I was reading something or passed my eyes recently about what happens to the astronauts when they're in off Earth. They lose density in their
4: bones or something. How does that? Yes, work? because there's no gravity. So what happens is their spine expands. Mm-hmm. Everything expands. So they're in space for six months, whatever they get. Like, everything's been expanded into their, especially their spine, especially their back, and all the discs and all in earth. Then they come back into Earth, and the gravity literally is crushing them. Mm-hmm. So it's crushing into their back. They're having all sorts of nerve problems, and they don't know, you know, it's not an easy thing to fix, but going inside the life enhancement unit and the things that Mr. Keshe has designed and the foundation design designed for helping heal PTSD for the veterans will help it immensely.
0: So Now, there now was- what
4: a lot of them do, a lot of them have to do, is they have to, to do the old stretch and rack thing. Oh, yeah. I've heard yeah. about that one. Yeah. And a friend of mine had one of those things.
3: Oh, my God.
4: And what you did was you you laid in it, and you laid in it, and you wrapped and you clamped your ankles, and then it was a flat table, and then took two always two people never do it yourself, wow. and then slowly, very slowly, you just went from standing up to 180 degrees the other way, and because you're hung by your ankles, everything gets stretched. Your body just naturally. Because gravity is pulling you down and you separate your spine. And how
5: long would that kind of a treatment have to last to restore them to what they were before? Do you know? Well, I know when I did. Just Randy, I just wanted to add that that rack was an instrument of torture in the medieval times. And they didn't bother any of the gentility that you're talking about. They just pulled it to bits if you were a dissident. Yeah,
4: exactly. But the ones that do treatment, they don't pull you. They just use the gravity. And all it took for some time was maybe five minutes uh-huh. to take attention off the back. The astronauts are different because they've been there for so long. It, it takes a little bit of extra time. And they have to do more. limb. They have to do special exercises to get the fluidity, to get everything moving again. Uh-huh. That's the whole thing. It's all about movement, too.
0: Yeah. So because you've got a density to move against and you don't up
4: there. Exactly, there is there is snow it's not there. It's the whole thing of of and then you realize that we're in this in this ascension process that we're doing everything's changing in such a rate and with all these extra flares like you know, when you get ordinary people asking you what's going on? Why am I tired? Why do I feel different? And how do you explain cosmic energy and everything to them you have to start very 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 simple and last night someone in spain made a very easy i think it's about three minute video explaining plasma it's very 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 well done so this is what you have to this is what they're working on they're trying to get and remember a lot of people and i find it people don't want to read anymore but to watch a video mm. They will watch a video. They won't read a book mm-hmm. they, because they've lost, their, they've lost their ability to focus longer in so many minutes. People that design websites are telling me that I have to keep and get the person's attention within 30 seconds. <laughs> right. If I don't get their attention and keep them on the site within 30 seconds, they're off to somewhere else. <laughs> right. That's a real competition thing. And the problem is, the problem is, A lot of these young computer programmers, A, they have very good eyes, and B, they're young and they've been around the business, some of them, for a very long time. They don't consider the older generation that's just discovering computers. A lot of retired people now are discovering laptops, computers, and cell phones, and all these things, and they don't take that into consideration that these people don't know what to do. They need to be taught. A friend of mine said he said he went from teaching the younger people because he said they simply wouldn't listen. He said, now I teach retired people because they listen. They want to learn. (laughs) And he goes right from the point of, okay, what is the computer? What does it do? It's not smart. You have to tell it what you want it to do. You have to learn how to turn it on. He goes that he takes that much care and that much thing to do that. So I personally think that this is also part of the things that we're going to be taught about from the Galactics. Mm-hmm. What are you? You're a human being. No, you're not. You're more than just a human being. You're a spiritual being having a physical existence. So let's understand now what it means to be a physical being, what it means to be a spiritual being. It also means what's your soul? How do you contact it? And all sorts of other stuff. Without getting into, and this is the problem, we have a problem on this planet. We have been educated. and I don't mean any disrespect to any religions. None of them. They weren't given the total facts and the total truth when they started to teach. So we have the religious teachings. We have the scientific teachings. We have the school teachings. We have this all these things that really aren't based in total truth. and when we understand the total truth of the fact is the best book i ever seen was the book that changed history books empty got nothing in it except one line
0: <laughs> what you this? write
4: your own future that was
0: it uh-huh
4: that was it you write your own future and this is why this is why this is why the the you, we don't know what the future is because we're writing it from moment to moment. All of us, even on the show, we don't know what we're going to talk about. We wing it all the time. We're like the wingmakers. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we do on this round table. We are like the wingmakers. Although some of us are from the future. Some of us are from the past. But we're from everywhere all at the same time because that's the advancement of your soul. Uh, your soul can be everywhere and nowhere. And they'll tell you, hey, get back down here, get back in the body. You got stuff to do, you can take off later. <laughs> and sometimes I ask, uh, you, you're grounded for a while, get some flipping rest. Listen to your body, folks, because we are doing a lot of work in our dream time. A lot of work.
0: Absolutely.
4: So I pass the talking stick.
0: Randy, thank you for the the
5: soliloquy here. (laughs) I I would like to add uh, some comments uh, to the soliloquy uh, soliloquy, uh, because I had an interesting experience today. Uh, I went to the county office. And the county—I uh, suppose you would call it. If you were in a city, you'd call it the city office or something. It's—it's it's where all the departments of the county um, are housed. And um, I went in asking for uh, some particular kind of information, and I was—I asked at the information desk and said, "Well, you go see Planning and Development." Went to see Planning and Development, and and just as a little sideways motion. Um, they have the, the receptionist area is a, is a nice, beautiful uh, kind of rounded L-shaped desk. And all of it, up to a certain height, say six feet high, has still got those plastic shields around it. They look like they're welded in place, for crying out loud. And all, the only way that you can pass things through, there's a little um, hole on the counter, that's about, what, 12 or 15 inches long and about four or five inches high, and you can pass. And I started to talk to the girl. I said, is there a place where I could talk to you, not through here? And there really wasn't in that building. There was in other buildings, in other parts of where I went. Uh, there were places you could just step around the corner and the plastic was gone. But here it's like, they're scared of people. I, that's how I reacted. Anyway, I eventually got somebody to help me and uh, I had been trying last night to access the county's website. Uh, and I had the words, some words that I wanted to the, as best I could. You have to know the language to get into the vis- various layers is what I basically can. Cons- summarize it by saying so and this and I said to the girl I was dealing with and us and and um, she was all you know she was well dressed and she had um uh, fake eyelashes not too big but she and painted on eyebrows she was very nice looking and she sat there with a simpering smile on her face while this old goat was telling her (laughs) that the um that the um website was really not very welcoming. I said, and she she's sitting there all the time with this self-satisfied smirk on her face. It's a good thing there was a, a plastic counter or a plastic window between us because I would have liked to smack her up the side of the head. You know, she just sat there with that self-satisfied smile on her face the whole flipping time. She redeemed herself later by helping me, but I said... Uh, finally, I was forced to say, you know, I work on a computer all day long and I do research and I write documents and so on. And I said, I, I can find my way around a computer a set site. I felt like saying in brackets, thank you very much. Um, but I didn't. And I said, but this system you've got. And they, she said, well, we have gone paperless. You know, I said, I understand that. I could see that last night that you were going paperless. Uh, but there 's so many windows you have to open you follow the you know you follow the rabbit or the what is the breadcrumbs and you open this one and then you 've opened another one and then you open another one like I was looking for a map I wanted a county map with land use uh, information on it so I get an eight and a half by eleven uh, size map, and on the left hand side was the codes you know for the various parts of the of the the colors and the lines and the dots and so on, you know, that kind of a code. So I said, huh, okay, well, this is too small to read. So I looked around, I found the button to expand and then to get the width to expand the width, you have to keep moving the arrow to the right. As you move the arrow to the right, of course you get, the map gets bigger. And what do you lose? You lose the code map on the left-hand side. So, Then you finally find out where the the location is that you're looking for and oh, fudge, I can't remember what that code means. What does this color mean and what do all these crosses on this color mean? So back I go, you know, to find. And that's the way it is. And I said, it's it's very complicated to use and very annoying (laughs) to use because you can't see the big picture. I says this may be all right if you want to have on your phone where to go to get from here to there. That's fine. But you can't have a You never, ever have a map that shows you the whole picture, which is why I get really perturbed about people who don't carry maps in their car. All they use is their phone. But if you use your phone and you don't have a big map, you can't see the workarounds. You know, like if you get stuck, you can't find your way around. Anyway. And get what I'm talking about. And, yeah. and, and, and not only that, so it's like people don't want to see the big picture or they don't realize they're giving up that quality. They don't understand what they're giving up. And then there's a the whole thing of the lack of humanity. So finally, I went to various, the various departments I wanted to go to today, and I talked to people. And it was like, I, in, in one or two cases, it was like I was somebody's long-lost grandmother. They told me so much, and they gave me so much. And like, I think they are lacking uh, human touch and human communications as well. So it, it's a very interesting experience. The young people haven't figured out what they're losing. They don't know what they're losing because they've got their heads stuck in those phones, and they can do everything on a phone except talk to humans. And um, that's going to that would I would call is another issue, or I don't want to really call it a problem, but I think maybe it is. And and, and I was talking to one of the girls, one of the ladies, and, she, and I said, and how come it is that people never realize that putting masks on adults and putting masks on kids was going to have an influence on the way that kids learn. I said, what school did they not go to? Where, where did they not realize all these kinds of influences that we live by? And then, and it doesn't matter what language you use. The children are watching what the adults and, and the older people are doing. That's just the way it is. In any civilization, that's how the young people learn. You don't even speak it. It's just there. and. All of that stuff, well, and and as we know, that's all deliberate, you know, that all of these um, things that we take for granted about how we communicate and how we live and how we socialize, those things have been deliberately destroyed. But now people are going to find out how important they are. Anyway, that was my experience today. So before I came home and crashed, you know, but (laughs) uh, it's very It takes the, it it is that whole, those kinds of interactions are also very draining. You know, when you have to talk, I find it, I find it offensive to be considered that I'm dirty or that I spread germs or that I smell. You know, so I'm going to keep my plastic things up in front of me because my, you know, somebody's considerations are uh, more important than mine or whatever it is. And before these things went up, before these glass cages got built, everybody was fine. Everybody was fine, but they took the, you know, they set they at the red pill. I guess is what I have to say. Anyway, I'm getting down off my soapbox. Okay, I past the talking <laughs> stick. Yeah,
0: did, did that person that you were talking to with that face on her? Did she
5: ever come around? I mean, did she ever really connect with you? Oh, she did eventually um uh, as much as you know because i asked her you know how big is she she i said well i was advised that it would be useful if i had the front part of the um land planning act cuz there's a whole bunch of definitions in there that i that are really useful for the thing you're discussing and she also oh she said oh i can give you that i said oh that's fine so she printed out i don't know 25 or 30 pages for me i said well how big is the act and she had a four-inch ring, four ring binder, like a three-ring binder. And each of the rings is like four inches big. And there was the act in that binder. Of course, they keep it in the binder to answer, so they can answer questions all the time. So she did, did move forward a little bit. As I said, she redeemed herself towards the end. Um, um, but it, her, her beginning was a little bit in my opinion, humbly, in IMHO, it was a little bit rocky because she didn't immediately just, you know, she's in a position of talking to people and answering questions all the time. So there was a lady on the other side of the pillar, and she was, I had been sitting in a seat out on the, in the waiting area, and I was had been watching everything, it was a lady on the other side, and she she was nowhere near as gorgeous as this little chick. But I could hear when this other fellow came in on the other side of the pillar and said, well, I have this and this. Oh, she said. And right away, she was, you know, right there talking to him. She wasn't hiding behind the, 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 well, maybe she had a glass between her, but I could hear her voice was immediately friendly as soon as this guy came in. This one looked like she was bored talking to me, and I don't consider myself a boring person. But anyway, maybe she did. Hmm. My hair was gray. Maybe that's it. Anyway, I wonder all the time.
2: Anyway.
0: Well, thank you Penny for your diligence and I think that what we're being asked now to do is to really check inside and pursue heart. Mm. With uh and and that means you can use all the other clever things that we have learned because, you know, it takes all of us to figure this out. And sometimes you got. I mean, uh, I'm just going to say Saint Germain was a very clever man. He knew how to he knew how to reach people in many ways. And uh, that's true of all the masters. You know, I mean, when you when you work on your own. A gift and qualities and I mean I have seen miracles I've sat and watched my teacher from Houston Texas <laughs> um levitate in front of a whole classroom of us came mm-hmm. to, came to Chicago and he levitated right off that chair about four feet up in the air and there was nothing keeping him and he did it and you could feel it he had the ability to focus beyond normal parameters. And that's got another thing to do with these technologies. How in the world is Cash figuring all this out? There's, uh, I mean, he can sit there and do a class for four hours and not be tired. I mean, there's a certain quality uh, that is required in order to become the master of the universe that we each of us are so you just gave an example here a penny of a very uh hard nut to crack and you opened it up i i, I think that's what i think
5: i i, th- I think i did too and uh, there i of course i had asked the universe when i left the house in the morning you know to help make things all go through, and they did, and and they all did. I came home just grinning from ear to ear. I got all that I wanted and a couple of things more, which is really, really fantastic. And in one of the other offices I went to, I said, well, I've been sent by the planning and development people because they say you can access this information for me, and I would really, I hope you can, because I don't want to have to go downtown Edmonton to get it. Oh, she says, we can do that. I said, oh, good, and then she found that uh, she could get into the information, but she couldn't get to the layer she needed, so she had to get somebody else, and she said, we don't get these kinds of requests very often. So anyway, the two of them worked at it, and I'm, you know, snooping through the glass to see what they're doing. So I was watching them and learning from them too, and and they were happy to share uh, what they were doing. So there were some breakthroughs in spite of the plastic plexiglass windows you know so yeah.
0: and and you certainly made their day that was not an, a unusual day for them
5: no it wasn't you know it wasn't and then uh, and then the other person that I spoke to it turned out that she was the second in command of that directorate uh she didn't tell me that when we first started the conversation uh, that she was the assistant I had gone in asking for the man, the director, because that's what they said. To get a hold of him, he knows the whole story. And uh, she happened to be in the hallway when the receptionist was talking to me. And I said, and she said, "Well, would you like to leave a message? I can do that." And I said, mm, and she, this Deanna woman just came out and said, "Come on in, I'll talk to you." And uh, she had uh, she had an hour or so in her schedule, so it was a gas. The two of us just clicked. And uh, it was great. So we had a storytelling session and got all kinds of information. And she says, just call me anytime. I said, I definitely, I know what it was. I took this woman. I took an article that I had received from Randy some time ago uh, about a report that was in the uh, Frontline Doctors. And it was uh, written by a person who said that there was a county in Canada that was working on the you know that was talking to their their citizens about reducing the amount of animals that they had on their rural properties and, and and she was tying it in to Klaus Schwab in 2030 in the reset. Randy sent it to me and I just went ballistic when I read it. I said, you know, this is completely misrepresenting what's going on in the county because I know And it's the animal, the proposed animal um, something control act. And I know that in this county, there have been times when there have been horses that have been mistreated. And I found out that there were cattle last year that were not looked after and were starved because, you know, it was drought. And and the owners hadn't looked far enough ahead to uh, get food and all for them. And uh, I learned what happens to goats and I learned a few other things and um, so, and I know that the Control Animal Control Act has been in in the in the county a long, long time. And I found out that it had originally been formalized in two thousand and two. And the writer of this article had misrepresented it. You know, was talking about it as if it were um, uh, a new act, uh, rather than something that's being revised to reflect the changes of what's going on in the county. Um and it was not about controlling what people could grow or not grow. You know, and there are some areas in the county that it doesn't even apply to. It's only there's it there it's strictly for certain things. And I asked her about dogs and cats, and she said, well, those are under the jurisdiction of other bodies that have authority, uh like the SPCA and so on. They have provincial authority to do certain things. And uh, what she's doing and what the county's doing is um, a different kettle of fish, so to speak. So nobody's treading on anybody else's territory in terms of looking after the animals. But I happen to know that the people in the this county that I live in are just—they just get upset if any animals are uh, mistreated in any way. They just go ballistic, and it hits the newspapers and. You know, do something about it, you know. So that's what this new, this revised act is about. And she was really happy to receive that information. And because they had no idea of what was being said, they didn't know, she didn't know. And I actually had an interaction uh, the other day with another uh, person in the provincial government. They've never heard of Klaus Schwab. Or any of that stuff. They, they're they completely unaware of all this kind of stuff. So I went waltzing into that office today and said, here, I think you need to know about this. And she was so happy to know about it. And then uh, she was reading it. She was really affected by it. So anyway, uh, there's, I guess there's more than one way to skin a cat, but that's what I've been up to for the last two or three days.
0: Well, thank you, Penny. You just worked yourself right to a uh, well, in the Eastern Time Zone,
5: it's eleven o'clock. <laughs> oh, yeah! You, did I outtalk Randy? I think you did. <laughs> oh my goodness! I want a medal for that.
3: <laughs>
0: well, we're we're being presented. You know, it's a major deal that we had two years where the whole planet was, um, you might say uh the the stop button was pushed in many ways and um it's had some positive and some also some negatives but um i wanted to give one more example before we all are going to go into dreamland here um uh tom hartman was talking about this and uh in the 70s, 1973, Roe v. Wade was passed. And uh, something that they found out in the research is that there were a whole lot less unwanted children being born in the world. With a woman's right to choose in terms of pregnancy and it's her body and she chooses, you know, what she wants to do about those things. And uh, so 20 years later, uh, um, in, in the 90s, no, 93, give or take, you know, um, they discovered that uh, the crime rate went way, way down. And, of course, uh, in terms of crime, unwanted children and in, in terms of crimes like that hurt people or kill people and stuff like that, uh, it's usually it's usually unwanted boys. And, of course, poverty has a lot to do with it, too. But as again, if you are in a state of poverty and you're going to have a baby. That it could really make people lose their minds. But they they just, the crime rate went way, way way down uh, as women made some choices to uh, whether to go about having that pregnancy no matter what. And uh, that really struck me because if there is an unwanted child in those circumstances where love is next to impossible, to uh, overcome the uh, situation. That's 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 probably one of the major problems that a whole society is affected by in the aftermath. So um, and again, your explanation about a whole different topic, but the same thing is like, um, are we going to make a connection here or what? And uh, same thing with what Randy was saying that uh, making a decision to sell electric uh, (coughs) cars with those uh, pieces of information is absolutely horrendous. And again, how does that, does that square? It doesn't, you know, because it's based on profit, you know, there's got to be some profit in there. Yeah,
5: uh, I, I just wanted to add to, to Tara, and what you're saying is that the um, the the overall effect, like in f- functional facilities programming, what we would do is also take a look at the expected results mm-hmm. and the implications of what is mm-hmm. is you know somebody is planning to do. And I've read in in various uh, things that. Sure, the, the medical people, the pharmaceuticals knew. Um, in some instances, they knew what the results would be. But in the interest of profit, they, they buried them. In other cases, they never even bothered to check. And uh, some of that's willful. A lot of it's willful and intentional. But in, in the case of ordinary, ordinary folks not looking down the road, either in terms of um, having enough food in the house or whatever. A lot of it has to do with not being taught to look at that kind of stuff. So we get back to education and how, how we're raised at home. And, and to me, critical thinking and long-term vision are, are have really taken a beating over the last few years because all we want to look at is profit and how we look in the mirror. And uh, with that, I will shut up.
0: <laughs> okay i think we made it through here and um just to share with everyone um caroline got a good healing tonight and she's well and she's on her way to seeing her self to dreamland and omina's oh, bidding good night tonight and um and thank you omina this and randy was pointing out too that this small little circle produced some unexpected outcomes and uh, we will continue this kind of work uh, uh, as we meet again. And this makes a better world. I am very excited about this uh, time that we are in. And I mean, we're literally going to witness going to the moon in five minutes on um, what is it randy January? you were i mean june june third june the 6th june the 6th you sound very far away randy where are you though
4: <laughs> june the 6th 2022
0: my goodness it's just it's that's that's a month from tomorrow mm-hmm think about that Uh, is the world going to know about it or how is this going to be uh is it going to be made known
3: oh
4: i imagine i imagine so yeah in one way form or another absolutely
0: well that's got to make a difference that uh, i'll i mean that's going to stun everybody i mean It's proving that there's an energy beyond anything that's been presented to people. And then what are we going to do with it? And that's, that brings me another question. Uh, Do we have any update as to uh, these units being available for people to experience in this U.S. of A. here?
4: Well, that's that's an ongoing thing and they're not announcing anything because when they announced it before, uh, they had to turn thousands of people away. They came, we're here, we're here, we're here. So it'll happen when it happens, and the, the announcement will be made when things are ready. Because everybody thought, oh, he made the announcement, they're going there in two weeks. Well, no, only certain things are going there in two weeks. You have to realize that to, to put these units into a building, the building has to be built a special way.
0: Are there any buildings that are already built that special oh, way?
4: They built one in Arizona.
0: Oh, in, so, in, in, in uh,
4: outside of Mesa, oh, if I remember right.
0: Oh my goodness!
4: So it'll also be it'll also be an area where they're going to begin the testing of the flight units,
0: the ones that go to the moon in five minutes.
4: Right, right. We'll uh. so be testing those and. Enhanced those and doing all sorts of work there.
0: And you're saying units, plural?
4: Units, plural, yep.
0: And You have, to realize, would... you
4: have to realize something else. These can be adapted to just think of, of transportation, for example. So you want to haul something from California to New York. You can only put it on a train. Some of them you can't put on planes. So you're stuck to ground units. You're stuck to a train or a truck. Well, using a cash unit, you're there in five minutes. So your fresh vegetables coming out of that orchard can be absolutely the same day. Wow. These are the changes that are waiting in the wings. So you're and not these-
0: going to necessarily use those units to go to the
3: moon. You're going to use them for all these other reasons.
4: You can use them for all the other things. That's just one aspect of it. Oh,
3: and gosh. these units don't look like the rockets like you know, nope. nope. I'll send you guys some videos. I'll Good. Oh, we some, uh, we're done with sex toys in space. No. Yes, exactly.
4: <laughs> exactly. Mine's bigger than your rocket.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's, all it, That's
4: all it is. That's all it is. Is
5: that all there is for tonight?
0: <laughs> I
4: think so.
5: Oh
0: my goodness.
5: How- I have some thoughts, Tara, that you can probably imagine, but. <laughs> oh, I sure can.
0: Yes, we'll do that another time, later, Patty, I think. <laughs> but let's say this, everyone the power of the mind in combination with <laughs> the heart can create things that. You know, like that, what is that Star Trek thing? We're going to places in space where we've never been before.
3: Yes.
0: That is real. And it's happening here. And we just had a little capsule of that experience together here. And, you know, pick a subject. And we just said, energy. What happened? Look at this. I appreciate everybody. And uh, thank you, Caroline, for... Thank uh, you. The, the, the joy of you feeling better tonight and thank you Amina for the fairies and the work that you did to assist Caroline and thank you Randy for expanding our minds and our hearts beyond what we thought we had to go yes. on and uh, Penny you know you can take any practical circumstances and wake somebody up and they don't know what hit them
5: yeah really <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes it was like good oh well, that reminds me this is a whole different subject but Rama had to go to the he got drafted as number five in all of California to go to Vietnam and that wasn't was the best I thought of idea to, to go there so he took a little acid and then he went in the next day and the so you know the soldier that was testing him he couldn't even add certain so gave some little tests and, you know, and the and the guy talk about <coughs> energy. <coughs> the guy looked at Rama and said, "You see that door over there?" And Rama said, "Yeah." <laughs> he said, uh, "Don't let that door hit you on the way out." See you later. And that was the end of his draft. And. Uh... <laughs>
3: I was on my way to see Sai Baba and Mother Teresa. And
0: that's where you went. Yes. Instead of going to Vietnam. Yes. And when he got there, Sai Baba was a couple of long way away and he could feel the energy and this huge crowd of thousands of people and he's pointing with his finger, doesn't speak English or anything, and he's pointing to Rama and he's going, E.T. E.T. And we did this the other day, but there is something about the magic in the air right now. And uh, there's uh, just one more thought. Uh, I was looking, there's this lady that wrote this book. And uh, I'm not sure how they all relate, but the name of the book is Dollars for Life. The Anti-Abortion Movement and the Fall of the Republican Establishment. And that really goes together the 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 establishment, the Republican establishment is against life. Mm-hmm. and so and uh, nobody can make a decision for another what to do with their physical body. Nobody. And when we have conversations like this, the most unlikely of combinations of people can meet, can meet in their hearts and their minds. And so I think the experiment tonight was well succeeded upon. And I think we're going to have a wonderful end of this, this uh, night at the round table, because Penny has picked a beautiful source of music. So music maestro, as you're around, let's, see if you can say uh all right okay so namaste everyone we'll see you next week same time same place here
3: namaste. at
0: BBS radio the best radio network in the universe where else are you gonna hear something thank like you
3: everyone
0: thank you everyone namaste music sir namaste